Welcome, survivors of the apocalypse. You've made it to the Zcast. You're home for the zombie apocalypse, and we're glad you made it here safely. We'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 3, Zombie Road. I am Brad, and joining me on this adventure through Z Nation are... Susan. And Rhiannon. And if you love some zombies and like what we're doing here, go ahead and drop us a five-star review on whatever podcatching program you're using. Those reviews not only help us get noticed, but it helps the show out as well. The more people who know about Z Nation, the better. And let us know what you think of the latest episode with a voicemail at 470-30-ZCAST. That's 470-309-2278. Or send us an email at znationpodcast at gmail.com. Friday nights, live tweet the show with us at ZCast fans and tag us in your tweets with the hashtag ZCast, and they might just end up on our feedback segment. You can also join us on Facebook for episode discussion and zombie fun at facebook.com slash groups slash Podcast. This week's episode was Zombie Road, written and directed by Dan Merchant. And the synopsis is the group finds themselves on an old-fashioned post-apocalyptic wagon train when they stumble across survivors escaping the fallout over the West Coast. The road is treacherous not only because of bandits, but because of a whole new kind of zombie created by the atomic blast named Blasters. I love me some Blasters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're very cool. They are. Clean the well, Grab walking one. <laughs> very well-dressed zombies, yeah. let me tell you. Good to go on a three-piece suit. Can't beat that. So I, I, <laughs> dressed up for the apocalypse, <laughs> the second apocalypse. Hey, it's the apocalypse. See, see, my assumption is that it was a group of um, of uh, businessmen trying to carry on as though the apocalypse wasn't <laughs> happening. They were stuck in a meeting. And they were just in an endless <laughs> meeting when they got hit by the blast. Uh. But you know, it probably would happen. There'd be somebody out there still trying to, you know. Yeah. Another meeting that could have been solved by an email. Well, (laughs) it it wasn't clear if the blasters were people killed by the blast and turned into zombies or if they were zombies hit by the blast and altered by the radiation. So they could have been zombies that were already running about in their business suits from the first days of the apocalypse. Like if, you know... You know, somebody took out a whole meeting full of bankers or something. Well, from what Custer said. So that wasn't said, really clear. Well, from what Custer said, I understood it was uh, zombies who got caught in the blast. Okay. That's I wasn't kinda, really sure. That's kind of how I got from him. Then again, I'm like, you know, well, three years later, you're running around in a suit. But that's okay. Well, I'm good with that. You can run around in a suit, wear your hats. That's fine, zombies. Keep it up. Yeah. Well, if you were a zombie <laughs> to begin with and you got turned in, if you were a businessman in a suit and got turned into a zombie, I guess you still would be running around in a suit. Most most of a suit, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Most of the suit. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do some uh, the Facebook, Twitter, and email comments first, and then we'll jump more into the discussion. But before we do that, let me just say on uh, this episode, um, my wife bought me the Mad Max Fury Road pack with all the movies in it, which had, you know, Mad Max and The Road Warrior and Thunderdome and Fury Road. And I was watching that on Friday already. So it was just even more better when we got to the episode. Because <laughs> I had watched literally Fury Road and The Road Warrior. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's go with our first comment here we got from Jerry D. She says, love Roberta's look. It's that look you give your kids. <laughs> it's the look you give your kids before you punish them. Uh, she must be talking about when Murphy started talking and she gave him the shut your face look. Is that the, uh, She's really good at that. The, the, I'm not the boss of you. You're not the boss of me. She is. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, but he, she can silence him with a look. Mm-hmm. That was pretty impressive, actually. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. one of the reasons why I like Roberta. And I also want to point out that Murphy acknowledging her as the boss was kind of cool because, you know, we see it a lot in fiction where the strong guy shows up and the woman defers to him, even if she was in a position of power before. And in this case, it's like, no, 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 Roberta's still in charge. And I love that moment. Yeah, there's some there's some people out there who have issues with you know. Well, they're like, oh, women can't lead the group, and I'm like, shut up. Because I seen it, I saw, oh, I seen it. That was good English right there. Uh, <laughs> you speak good. I speak good English. <laughs> I saw it on one of the groups, and it was like, oh, finally we got a guy in there who, who can run the show because Matt couldn't do it. And I'm like, all these comments. I was like, did you actually? Watch this show to know that Mac was nowhere near in charge. Roberta's been there since pretty much the beginning with uh, Garnett. Yeah, they were like co-leaders, and then when he died, she just took over. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the group, like, what was it in that one? Um, that one episode? No, I can't remember it. Welcome to the Foo Bar. When she was just sitting and drinking, the group really didn't know what to do with itself. It just kind of like wandered around that event going oh where's our leader just, mm-hmm. just waited for her to get better <laughs> yeah i mean so i don't know i don't i think she's an awesome character and she's an awesome leader and i would totally follow her because she obviously she obviously knows what she's doing and what she's saying and she has compassion i thought that was interesting too is the difference between like they see the post-apocalyptic wagon train and you know, Vasquez's first instinct is, we'll let them find it out and we'll just steal everything from the victor. And she's like, no, let's let's go save them. So that's the difference between the, the two characters is Roberta's inclination is to help the survivors um, because it also benefits them. Then they get a ride. But Vasquez's instinct was just, eh, let them kill each other and then we'll just take over. So I well, thought that was an interesting moment. Pretty much from what we know with him, he's been on his own. So yeah, that's usually the best way to do it, is let everybody else kill themselves and come in later. Well, if you're by yourself, it makes sense. But yeah. if you have a group right. dynamic, that's wholly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then if Murphy is part of your group. He, it's going to – Murphy. Oh, Murphy. Yeah, Murphy. He's, he's like the, the – the sp- in in other shows, you know, the annoying teenager, that's Murphy in this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, <laughs> next is Jennifer. Uh, she says, I have a feeling the Z-weed is affecting Murphy and Cass differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think these new blaster Zs show some intelligence. I noticed it first when the... When the suited Z attacked Vasquez, Warren shot him, and rather than keep mindlessly going toward its prey, it turned and ran. Mm-hmm. Then I remembered them surveying Doc, Murphy, and that other dude, um, Wrecking Ball, when Murphy realized he couldn't control them. They watched rather than mindlessly attack. Cool stuff. Well, I, I actually, mm-hmm. I want to point out something about that. They, they also formed that barricade across the road. And lit a fire toward the end of the episode, so they can they're smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, is I think Murphy was kind of having success with those three lower ones, like or he was trying enough to stop them temporarily. But when that other guy that was kind of like a berserker zombie showed up, he, the way he looked at Murphy was totally like, "These are mine, not yours." That was scary. He's a master it, zombie. He can control the lesser zombies. Yeah. I had, a and I, I think it has something to do with them just eating brains. Maybe it makes them smarter because mm. they get 
more brain tissue. I don't, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Jennifer goes on to say, I also like seeing Addie's nurturing side with the radiation victims. It was sweet until of course they all turned and tried to kill her. Uh, and, and the way Addie, Doc and 10 K held hands when they jumped off the truck. I just love it so much. That was actually cool about Addie's nurturing side. Cause I think we kind of just needed to see that after the episode with her losing Mac, like how is it going to change her or, and instead of seeing her being like angry and badass, kind of like the way she reacted after she remembered killing her mom, um, where she was just like charging in and kind of being suicidal in a way. This was the opposite. She was a lot more compassionate, I think, in a proactive way. And also, I mean, she still retained her badassness. I mean, when she escaped. And how cool was that scene when all the zombies rose up behind her? <laughs> that was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. You knew that wasn't going to turn out well in the house. Like, there's no point of having a, a truckload of sick people who are dying. What did Roberta Warren call it? A, a, a zombie bomb? <laughs> yeah, just waiting yes, to happen. Yes. But you see, our group knew that was going to happen, and yet they were like, okay, we'll watch over them until – we'll let them be human up until the last moment kind mm-hmm. of thing. Since they've, right. they've decided to drag these poor people along, we're going to treat them humanely until it's over, you know. Because, I mean, in reality, they, he never should have been dragging those poor people with him. They never were going to make it. Oh, no, no. And if if you're that bad and you're sick and you're dying – I'm sorry if I got radiation poisoning and I'm going downhill. There's no helping this out. Uh, you could just put me down because yeah, I'd give rather, me a bullet. you give know, me mercy. <laughs> I'd rather not be suffering the whole entire time and going, oh my god, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm being stuck in the back of that truck mm-hmm. with no air conditioning and no uh, snacks on that flight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, stewardess. Well played. Well played. <laughs> I, I, I did think it was cool having William Sadler as Custer. And I was like, oh, I see what you're doing there. You know, Z Nation writers, Custer, really? Custer's last stand? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> the moment he said his name was Custer, I'm like, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to go down in glory, but he's dead. There's something happening. I thought for sure that Wrecking Ball was dead, by the way, because he had a red jacket on. Quite oh, yeah. surprised. There's no proof that he actually survived this episode, though. Well, yes, yeah, there is. yeah, he's in the tra- he's in the uh, challenge char- uh, char- charger. With, um, with I don't Murphy know, Cassandra was looking at him really weird, and he says, "Why is she looking at me like that?" So nah. we'll see if he's in the next episode because if he's not, Cassandra totally ate him. He's going to be in there because they told he's he knows where the Z-weed is. <laughs> that's true. Right. That is so true. That could be enough reason. Yeah, it's true. He might show up and yeah. die next episode i found him amusing though i kind of really enjoyed him it, that little um he added something i felt to um the usual mayhem and he 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 spoke about roberta in the best way possible man you are one badass lady you you're, you're like boom just stone cold killer <laughs> <laughs> stone cold killer and that was in response to when she ran up and shot the bandit. And yep. it was like, whatever it was. What did she say? Uh, something like, uh, good luck wherever you're going. Right. Bam. I mean, it's like. <laughs> Vahala. It was yeah, like, I'm giving you mercy. It's like, say hello to Satan. That's how I took that one. <laughs> uh, Lance 
uh, says, I would love to know your thoughts on the new episode. was thinking it was like Mad Max, and I loved it. Just what do you guys think of the new Blaster Zs from this episode? They were so different, and do they just like to remove faces? Well, they like to remove faces to get to the juicy interior. Yeah, that was my <laughs> thought, too. That's the easiest way to the brain. <laughs> Through the eyeball is apparently the best way to go. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just scoop an eyeball out and just suck those brains. Uh, apparently, they don't. <laughs> They're really into eating of the brains, and uh, the special effects in this is really gross. I do have a funny story to tell. Um, <clears throat> so I was watching it, and um, we have a pet parrot, and um, sometimes he watches what we do, sometimes he doesn't. He usually likes Disney Channel. He's like 28 <laughs> years old now, but he's he has a mentality like a four-year-old, right? And um, so I'm watching the show, and he, I look over, and he's, like, actually really into it. He's watching. He's got a piece of apple. He's munching away, kind of, you know, watching it. And then it got to the point where that one blaster gets run over by the truck, and it's, like, really squishy and blood everywhere. And the bird laughs and goes, red. Because <laughs> oh <my laughs> red, you know, blood is, re- blood nice. is red. And so he thought it was funny. And, and make it even weirder. The, pe- the parrot likes pizza, and pizza is red. So usually red, it means good. So and so I wasn't sure if he was saying the blood was red or that the zombie kill was good. <laughs> so he kind of has his own little way of speaking. But yeah, if anybody from the Z Nation crew is watching, you have a parrot fan. <laughs> but parrots are weird. So there you go. Well, there's that. There's mm-hmm. multiple uh, theories on multiple theories like it's a real thing why <laughs> why sure, why zombies would be eating brains versus you know everything else i think with the blaster zombies you'd fall more into that uh section of they're eating the brains because they're getting some type of knowledge or life force or whatever from the brain itself kind of like when you, on i zombie right We'll go back. Yeah. We'll go to this show on cw when she eats the brain she kind of absorbs what the person knew and did and i i would kind of go with maybe that's a little bit more it helps it it doesn't necessarily they don't take their skill set but they retain the humanity part of it or not the humanity but the uh zombanity of being able to uh do conscious thinking and not you know stupidly get yourself killed for no reason well, they also there was definitely something different with them. Whatever is retained in regular zombies allows um, Murphy to control them was gone in the blaster. So they could be mm-hmm. could be a variety of reasons why they're trying to do it. I just liked it because it was a really nice throwback to the old radiation zombies. Oh you yeah, know, you know that was that was fun for me. They're always great. Yeah, <laughs> and and I like my you know the the. I mean, let's be honest, the whole really super serious zombie genre stuff is a recent creation. I mean, I mean, yeah, Night of the Living Dead was a pretty intense social commentary, but I mean, Romero had a lot of humor in Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. But um I mean, there's a lot of zombie movies along the way that that were they were more fun and over the top and kind of crazy and Z Nation kind of takes us back to that kind of zany aspect of the apocalypse i guess like that there would be all these crazy things happening and i felt like the radiation zombies was a really nice homage mm. to like what is it return of the living dead and stuff like that where radiation has something to do or 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 nuclear waste has something to do with the zombies rising so i really like that a lot yeah return was uh return of the living dead was the military was basically they kind of said that you know they saved some of the zombies from Night of the Living Dead. Right, and right. They were oh, medical waste. Yeah. But the difference in um, 
there was a whole parting out between who was it, uh, uh, Romero and, uh, and Russell Russo. Russo parted ways, and that's how Le- Return of the Living Dead ended up happening. But there There's was a, radiation in one of them. I, I can't remember what. Oh yeah, there was all sorts. Yeah. So many zombie movies. It's not even. Yeah, there, there's, there's. <laughs> I think that's in like the second or third one. But yeah, the zombies in Return are the ones that first actually started talking and said, you know, brains. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But the difference between the Return of the Living Dead Zombies and the Night of the Living Dead Zombies is the fact that the Return ones, you can't kill them. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep true. coming. So, which is, you know, quite different. Wow. Off on a rant about zombie movies. <laughs> Go figure. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I, but that was one of the things that I, like, I do like about Z Nation is I feel like they do homages to the genre. And this was, mm-hmm. I felt this was not just a homage to obviously Mad Max Fury Road, but also to the Wagon Train movies, you know, back in the day, like the 1940s and 50s or the Wagon Train movies where, you know, it was like, you know, people trying to make it out west, they're getting attacked by the Indians and they're getting attacked by bandits and there's all the shooting going on. I just felt this is really a fun, at the same time, it was a really, it was a fun episode, but it was a really serious episode at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the so, radiation zombies are nuts. Oh, yes. my God. They ate the whole face. Yes. That's what Candy said, and that's true. But I don't think they ate the – did they eat the face, or were they just – They ripped off the face mm-hmm. and had a hole yeah. in the head. Well, that's what I was wondering. It was like, it was like a peel-back can, you right. know? Because that's how it works. You just <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any skin laying around, so yeah, I guess they, you know. They may have eaten it. Okay. Right. Yeah. It went with the brain. So, Harry. Harry. Harry has a very long comment here. Uh, Once I realized a Mad Max type of thing was going on here, they were going for parody, I felt better. But maybe parody is the wrong word. Beefed up truck with the special plow on the front, smashing through cars, woman with the face paint and red markings. Um, But other people in the ATVs with costumes, leather-esque looking armor and the helmets, uh, driving up with guns to take take the muscle car, or the presence of the muscle car itself. Jumping onto the windshield. Um, Actually, I think on Twitter Friday, I think Craig Engler said, yeah, it's an homage to Mad Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could tell that. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) Um, then he said he was okay with it, especially after the episode title. Also, I wonder what's up with Citizen Z. I guess we didn't see him at all. No, we did not. Uh, now that he's put out the call all over, and this place is a complete, and his place is a complete mess, you almost wonder what point he serves. I hope they do something good with him. I hope so too. Uh, kind of upset that Mac was killed off. While I realize the show has a cheesy bent to it, I'd call that campy. <laughs> Zweed, truth be told, Zweed sounds pretty cool. Though I wonder about the effects of a human inhaling something from zombie compost. There are good reasons that the world doesn't use humans or human waste to grow plants. Though I can't believe that I just attempted to apply logic to a zombie show. Huh. Boy, <laughs> I, still want to, I still watch as I do like the characters. And Harry, it's okay. I, I do the same thing to this show. I try to apply real world logic. I mean, last season it was the hair, um, you know, <laughs> and this season... Yes, it was the jumping from the moving vehicle, um, the jumping from the truck. They all survived that. No injuries, no broken bones, nothing. They were all fine. So I'm just going to have to accept that and, and move on. <laughs> just let it go. Yes, let, let it go, it. let it go. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's, it's her, Roberta's hair is still looking really good. Yeah. <laughs> Addie's hair. You know, she got a great haircut. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's my, my problem with them. Um, like, I think as I have a difficult to control hair, uh, that, that the hair <laughs> thing. Because I was like, I, when I saw Addie's new haircut, I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. I'm tempted to cut my hair like that. And I thought, no, no, because it, mine would just end up a puff of curls all the way around my head. <laughs> like, like I was wearing a helmet of curls. Not going to happen now. No. Uh, speaking of Addie, we'll go with this one, th- this episode also. To show that we have at least had uh, probably a good three weeks, if not a month, since the last episode. Because in one of the scenes, she, you see her scar on her face. And it's mm-hmm. like pretty okay. much healed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we have a couple weeks that has passed on. Because I know that some people were going like, oh, oh my God, she's not mourning Mac or anything. I'm like, well, she's, it's, it, that happened last week. and <laughs> We're good. I'm sure it's still there, but there's one of the, I think that was like one of the only things that really showed how much time had already passed. Yeah. I also think the reason why, I mean, there was really no time during this episode for her to sit around and go, oh, I miss Mac. I mean, I think the only way that's going to happen is if the group gets some kind of respite, um, that maybe her and Roberta could have a conversation about losing people that you love. But I mean, it's kind of hard to. You know, when bandits and blasters are attacking you, oh, yeah. to to sit around and cry and mourn somebody, I'm just survive. That's the difference between um, uh, Welcome to Fubar. Took place mm-hmm. pretty much essentially right after that happened, and, and when Warren shot Garnett. But it was a safe place for her to do that. Right. But that was also, I think they said something that would have been a couple days ago. Yeah. I mean, we've already mm-hmm. passed a couple. But, yeah, you're not going to worry about things when people are running around. Though it did look like somebody stole Max's four-wheeler and painted it white. I'm just saying. But there was, like, four of those things, right. so you can't be picky about that one. I can. No. No, you can't. <laughs> so what are things I once again Brad have saw? to. I now have to disavow Brad yet again. Oh. <laughs> We can go. We can go with the things that Brad saw, but actually, this is things that Tracy saw. And I posted a picture up in the um, on a Facebook group. Doc's looking in the side mirror when he's in the uh, Challenger, mm-hmm. in the Charger, and it says on the on the, on the, on the uh, mirror, it says objects in mirror are way closer than they than normal. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and, which is, you know, it doesn't say way closer on your mirror. <laughs> yeah, I <was> no. <laughs> So um, Dawn has a comment, and she says, I love the new type of Z that even Murphy is afraid of. And that was, like, one of the one of the things that um, I really like about the show is the um, – <clears throat> I just lost my total train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, that, that I was afraid that Murphy being able to control the zombies were going to take away the danger element of the zombies. But now they've thrown in these all-new zombies that Murphy can't control. So we're kind of back to, well, he's the – Messiah only to a few people, <laughs> you know, a right. few zombies. The rest of them are going to eat you. He can't levitate. <laughs> and, you know, and that's another thing about them eating brains. They're they're more individual, maybe, you know. Right. They, they can't be controlled because they have more brains. I don't know. <laughs> well, they, they kind of explain – well, they didn't explain it. But they kind of did, in a way, with the sound effects in the background during that. Like, when he felt the um, blaster zombies near, and when he was trying to talk to them, you had all that interference going on. The interference sound, 
Yeah. Which he, th- th- which is, you know, he's never had that with other zombies because he can look at them and, you know, tell them to do whatever they want to. But with these, it's like his signal was Being broken. Jammed. Which is how he held them off for a little bit. Yeah, because they were confused and he was confused. But, yeah, it didn't stick onto it. It just kind of, mm-hmm. he said, get in the truck now. <laughs> Time to go. Yeah. You see, which is kind of scary because if you think if these things ever got a hold of Murphy and ate his brain, then would they be able to control all the zombies? That mm-hmm. would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, okay, with Murphy and Cassandra, uh, you know, he, he has some control over her. But then when she's, like, away from him, then, you know, she was connecting with 10K. And then when Murphy got uncomfortable with that or saw that maybe mm-hmm. she was get, getting too far away, then he, you know... He sent his little message over, and uh, she came. She she came running back to him. Um, now I wonder, like, if Murphy's asleep or something. Does she think more independently? I'm. I was curious about that too, because you know, in season one, they established that Murphy could even control the living as long as he infected them with his virus. Right. Right. So and she said she's not a zombie yet. She's been acting more zombie-like. And my question is: Is it Cassandra? Or is it Murphy? Is Murphy pushing her to do the things that she's doing? Is he, you know, does the Z-weed lessen his control over her or does it just take away the stress over the fact that he is controlling her? Because 10K, poor 10K, they are so mean to this guy. I mean, yeah. little <laughs> Brittany in season one, she leaves with the, with the beautiful new sniper rifle. Cassandra getting bitten by Murphy and now Murphy's lugging her around like a toy and then this what was her name athena and him kind of giving each other the looks the next thing you know she's dead um but 10k and cassandra definitely were having a connected moment and murphy definitely called her back so that's really creepy quite tiringly that he has that much control over her so a lot of her behavior like how much of it is murphy and how much it is actually cassandra i think is a, a question they want us to be asking because um, and I couldn't quite figure out how the Zwee was affecting her because she says at one point it's, it's letting I, I feel something, but was it the effects mm-hmm. of the Zwee or was she feeling herself? It so, sounded more or less to me like when she said that it was sounding more like her. Yeah, because she'd been kind of grunting, and growling, right? Because she was yeah. actually saying like you know a real sentence, and I I think it has something to do with it may be helping her out. It's either helping her out to. No more to to come out of where she's at, or it's lessening Murphy's control over her, or it's been a couple of weeks now and she's finally starting to get this under control and figure out what she is. But I still think Murphy does have a good amount of control over her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping she can find a way to break it. Though it is fun seeing her running around and killing everybody, and mm-hmm. I mean, like Doc pulling the axe out of her pack. I mean, it's she's obviously got. The ability to heal herself up. I love that line, though. It's just like the best thing ever with her. Oh, you got a little something right here. Oh, it was an ear and a finger, and you know, <laughs> she's always got something. An axe. Exactly, and now it's an axe. <laughs> just keeps going. I also thought it was interesting, like, even though Custer was only in this episode, obviously, because he's dead at the end of the episode, but that um, it was another sign of how things can go wrong in the apocalypse and that he was he was not a bad guy. He was obviously a good guy. And yet he's talking about his son in past tense to the point where everybody thought his son was dead. And no, he's just stuck in the back of this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. medical truck or whatever they were calling it, and um, among with all the rest of the other sick. And he's talking about his son kind of in past tense, like, oh, yeah, we used to go to Edmonton. It was beautiful, and we fished, and like he has all these good memories of his son. His son is still alive, but he's already like kind of 
you know, disassociating, you know, right. the reality of his son and, and stuff. And he had this, it was almost like if I get to Edmonton, it's going to be perfect again because then I'll, you know, somehow everything's going to be magically restored and everything's going to be fine. And even when he's ill, he won't give up driving because he's determined that if he gets there, somehow he's going to fix everything. That's the impression I got. And and I thought, well, you know, that's the thing about the the apocalyptic situation would be you would have people trying to do the right thing and they would still end up getting everybody killed and they would still end up causing problems because they're so, you know, set in their heads that if they do this one thing, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. It's going to be perfect. And I loved it when Roberta finally was just like – give me the wheel. <laughs> so, but it was, it was, I thought it was good. I mean, for a one-off character, it was a good character and, mm-hmm. but it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. I felt a little bit, it was, it actually was a little anxious, anxiety inducing more than once. So the, uh, for me, well, the at whole, least. One, of, one of the things I got to where they were talking about how, how Custer said, once we get here, it'll be fine. Cause all the zombies are, you know, they're cold and they hate the cold and stuff like that. That was like another callback for me on Mad Max because it was an actually if you go with Thunderdome, the kids want to get to Tomorrow Morrowland where everything's good to go. There's no problems. <laughs> it's been forever since I've seen that movie. Now I gotta but, watch it. Trust again. me, it's there. But that's where they end up at, which is one of the really amusing things about the show that was on there. Um, so there's your Mad Max trivia for today. I will. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I, one thing that drove me crazy about this episode though is it appeared that the guy um, was seriously Custer. He had, like, I can't drive 55 playing by Sammy Hagar because he couldn't get that truck out of second gear at all. <laughs> it was, like, the slowest moving truck ever. It was. It was. Well, that's why Roberta kept saying, speed up, and he wouldn't do it. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, the rest of the group was like, why are we going so slow? And that ended up being kind of like um, – a real dangerous situation for them because it allowed the bandits to catch up with them. It allowed the blasters to run them down because he was driving so, so slow. And it's because he was sick. Mm-hmm. Or are the blasters just really fast? Or both. No, but he was yeah. driving slow because the characters <laughs> mentioned it several times. We're like, could we speed this thing up? You're right. <laughs> Seriously. They need that throttle he, rock they had in Fury Road. To I, lock the I feel it's like that little, that little lady you see driving down the highway. And, and I used to, <laughs> And then she's going like 35 and it's like a 60 mile per hour zone. And everyone's just like, ah, you know, that was it, one of the other things too, is like when the, the four guys on the four wheelers ran down the charger, I'm like, seriously, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they couldn't go anywhere either because he was in front of them. Right. Yep. Yep. Which was, was sad because that car could go. <laughs> yeah. It could. Unless it was, it was kind of being well. Then again, we don't know what condition it was in. Really. It could still go had, faster than about, the four wheelers. They were talking about restoring it, so I don't know. It was running. Just, yeah. Oh, oh! What are the uh, most awesome zombie of the night goes to Crab Walker Zombie? Yeah, I loved him. That was crazy. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It's kind of like, oh, I fell on my butt. Well, I'll still chase you. <laughs> he was still really good at the running. That was quite, a, I was rather impressed with him. I was. That was. I was like, is this just something somebody was doing on the set, just goofing off, and they're like, we'll use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. At one he point, he was running, and he, then he got shot, and then he kind of like started walking like that, so I, I don't know. Because, you know, if he stays low, they can't shoot him, right? <laughs> this is very I'm true. Impressed. They can run and, him over, though. They, yes, yeah, yes. They did, didn't they? which they did. Yeah. yeah, okay. I think they were well. Our our 
our gang was having lots of trouble shooting from the big rig, even though it was going so slow. It seemed like they were just shooting and missing and yeah, there's a, a lot of, of bullets. A lot this of episode. Sh- really hard to shoot a moving target, though. Well, when you're on a moving target, it's bumping and weaving, and you, you know you're on the road, so it's not okay. exactly easy. That's why it took 10k a couple shots to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you figure he's like he's the basis of how everybody else is shooting. If he can't hit it, right, <laughs> right, and we've seen him, you know, put what was it? Uh, a marble through a zombie's head at 50 yards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. He won a contest. We yeah. can't forget that. He won a contest. So there you go. <laughs> and gave his gun to the cute girl. <laughs> you know, like you do. She needs to come back on the show. And uh, little Brittany, mm-hmm. if she survived, of course, we don't know who has or hasn't survived. That's right. Maybe they'll run into her again this season. Who knows? <laughs> I liked the episode a lot, but it was really kind of, I don't know. For me, there were funny moments, but overall, I, it wasn't the big comic relief I kind of hoped for after last week's episode because there were so many deaths. And I kept thinking, it's really kind of sad. You know, how do you say it? It was really sad because you think about, well, there'd be all these people trying to escape this area and they're just going to get preyed on by these blasters and bandits and stuff. And it's like those people were doomed one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't matter that the group came across them, though, I, you know, it's easy to blame Murphy on, for everything, but it, they would have been <laughs> dead anyway. I mean, there's just no way they would have ever survived any of that. And it was kind of sad for me personally as a writer i'm like thinking all this out i'm thinking about their journey and (laughs) (laughs) overthinking it again um but i thought the dynamic between vasquez and uh, roberta warren was good even though it was a small little bit you can see that they have two really different ways of seeing things right but they're both right there with each other though because she runs out she's like i'm out and he tosses her a clip Mm -hmm. so they have that connection they know they need each other to survive he just looks at things way differently than she does. Which I think is good because I think it's going to make for some interesting conflict and, and conversations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So are they all better off now that Murphy's run away? No, because he's still the cure. Yeah, he's still the cure. Yeah, They're going to follow him. They know where he's going to go. They even talked about Minneapolis. Right. Yeah, they know exactly where he's going. Well, the one thing I do like about the show is they're forced to backtrack because of that epic storm that's coming up on the West Coast that has all the fallout and radiation in it. Right, it's all being blown east. So they they have to, they have been turned back. Like, they were so close to California, and now they've been turned back. And it makes sense why they've been turned back. So, and and the other thing I really like about the show is that um, I just feel like uh, a lot happens in each episode. So I always feel like they're moving forward, even if they are backtracking in a way. Mm-hmm. So I, I really kind of liked it. The, um, the Z-weed thing, I just want to touch on that briefly. Cause some people made some really sarcastic comments about it. Like would that it was dumb. I'm like, I knew a stoner. He would totally have done this. <laughs> <laughs> it totally would have happened. I mean, it totally, I mean, I knew this guy like, oh God, 10, 12 years ago that, that he, I, if he was still alive, he would totally do something crazy like that. Well, they kind of go with that too at the beginning of the episode where the, uh, two, uh, road guy, uh, mercenaries or whoever they are, when they knock over that truck and they go for the, you know, go get the cigarettes if they have cigarettes. Mm-hmm. We're 
three years into this now, three, four years into the zombie apocalypse, those are some stale cigarettes. <laughs> but there are going to be people who are going to be smoking it because they're going to be in withdrawal. Right, right. exactly. All right. So, by the way, I was while y'all were talking, I was looking up the uh, Z Nation Journey for the Cure is on sci-fi.com slash Z Nation slash maps, which shows where they've been traveling to. And they are headed, you know, it, it clearly shows which way they've gone and, you know, how they're headed. On the map, they are almost in the same place where they were in South Dakota when they had the, uh, with the episode 10 there with the uh, glow-in-the-dark zombies. Oh, yeah. Which is, yeah. yeah, on the map, they're pretty much right there. Which is interesting to see how they're going, but now they've got a long way to go east. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because the show, I like the way the show has them moving around and everything and all the different people they meet, but I like the part that they actually have a mission, but it's interesting that they really don't know where they're in. I mean, they don't know if they get to California if there's actually going to be a lab there anymore, you know? Right. It, it may have gotten been, bombed with the rest of the labs. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like they have a mission, but is there really an end to their mission? I mean, do they really know where the end end will be? It's kind of interesting. Um, going back to um, uh, poor Citizen Z, they need to, I'm kind of curious what they're going to do with him. And I'm also wondering if there's going to be at a point at any time where he's going to get away from that area. I mean, are they going to... Yeah, because he's got to find some, some shelter. I mean, are there lower levels that he can go to and be safe? Or I'm, you know what? I mean, are, is somebody going to finally come and pick him up and take him to another command center? I mean, and the most important question of all when it comes to Citizen Z is, is the dog alive? That's Because that's- <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was last season there was somebody hacking into his network or something. Right. Yes. So so somebody's aware that, that he is there. That happened uh right on the that was the episode with the cosmonaut, but before okay. the CO two admission went off, he was getting hacked, which is what you know, where his attention got focused. Right. So we never know who was trying to do that, but it was somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm also curious about like um well, I mean, they've got 16 episodes this season. Mm-hmm. 15. They have 15. So they have a lot. They have a little bit more room to do stuff with. So I'm kind of wondering if he's ever going to join our group, too. I mean, will he ever? Because um, I can't. I mean, they, they, they really strongly suggested his big. I'm well, not strongly suggested. I mean, they really concentrate on the fact he had a crush on Addie. So I was wondering if at any point he was going to join the group. So that we could She's single now. She is sadly oh, single. That was sad. Did yeah. they? Well, I don't. I think he's just too far north for them to ever really get there. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, well, not that so. they would come to him; that they, he would come to them. Like if somebody, like, like if he ever rejoined the military mm-hmm. element, um, so if they'd ever go get him. So I don't know. By the way, I was in case you're wondering. I was just looking this up just because of <laughs> me, because they were walking it, it when we left them last episode. We, they had a truck and they did drive some, but in this episode they were all walking. If uh-huh. you look at where they're at, um, from Cheyenne, Wyoming, to kind of close to where they, you know, they they were in Crook County, Wyoming, where that mountain was, this Devil's Tower or whatever it was, uh-huh. close in kinds of third kind. That's roughly about three hundred miles. 
okay. of a distance. So that's how far they traveled. Okay, granted, it's like a four and a half hour drive if you're doing 65 down the highway. But if they're but, walking, they do it just more or less on the time scale thing. That was pretty much all that is. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they've had really bad luck with vehicles. Right. I mean, they really yeah. do. And, I mean, and if you – if the worst thing is if you run out of gas, where are you going to get more gas? You get a flat tire if you don't have a spare. I mean – and and at this point, you know, most of the vehicles that are probably going to be on the – like stranded on the highway and stuff are going to be a wreck anyway. Right. So, I mean, it's like and, – and, you know, Vasquez even said, man, I'm really glad we're not on foot because, you know, they were dealing with the blaster zombies. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, they couldn't get away from them. Mm-mm. It was, it was fun though. And, of course, Murphy screws everyone over and steals the sports car and – Didn't see that coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. I right. like the little Somebody needs to always be watching Murphy. <laughs> Murphy needs to be like handcuffed mm-hmm. <laughs> to something. Um, well, of course, Cassandra tried to get him free, but um, <laughs> I liked his little wave as he's driving off, and the fact that he, you know, and you know where he's going because he took Wrecking Ball with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, you know, why no one likes you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody more than seaweed? No. Yeah. <laughs> I like Wrecking Ball. I'm sure he's going to die a horrible and terrible death in the next yeah. episode. If he's as not already dead. As soon as they dead. get to that lab, yep. Yeah. I, I, I still <laughs> but love he the was fact a fun that little character. I love the whole thing of him going, so you can't really control zombies, can you? Cassandra just hitting him. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she looking at me like oh, that? Oh, poor Cassandra. I uh, really hate Murphy's control over her. It makes mm-hmm. me sad. Uh, let me do my, my favorite doc moment of the night. Oh, please do. I've never jumped from a moving vehicle my whole life, and now, boom, twice in one day. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to accept that and move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, the best line, uh, well, what wraps it up very nicely, because, you know, all through the whole episode, Custer was doing these little riddles, and it was very clear that um, Roberta doesn't really grasp the concept of riddles, because every time she tried to do it, it was basically just her telling what the reality of the situation uh-huh. was. Mm-hmm. Uh, was her little riddle, not riddle, but her She doesn't have time for humor. Want me to play that one? I got it. Yes. Do it. Go run, run it. A caravan of 20 refugees leave Seattle's blast zone for Edmonton. They meet six survivors and one Murphy. How many refugees survive? Not one. And that's right. Not one survives. No, well, and it's wrecking ball survived. Well, well, the, true. The, I, do they know he actually survived though? No, they really they don't. don't know. They, they don't, don't know. know. But he, he did. Well, and the for other now. thing <laughs> for now, until Cassandra eats him. Um, the thing was, I, Vasquez was like, "You really bring it on yourselves," or whatever that comment was. It's kind of like you can't blame them for this. They just. <laughs> I thought it was like something like it, does, it just follows you around or something. Yeah, like that. something, something like that. I was like, I was like, you can't blame them for all of the stuff that happens, but they do have a really good way of stumbling on to like these really bad scenarios. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it, you know it started with uh, Murphy. You know that time that they were in the morgue and Murphy went out and got supplies for them from that. Mother and daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, people love Murphy because he's a sarcastic son of a bitch, but you would not want to be around him in this apocalypse because he will throw you under the bus and make sure the mm-hmm. zombies eat you so he can get away. Right. He, he is not <laughs> trustworthy. He is, I mean, what little, what little inklings of humanity we saw in him kind of appearing at the end of last season don't 
really seem to be around anymore because of the uh, the season finale where he felt betrayed, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how he's just kind of like, you know, like talks, he's trying to remind him, like, no, this is all because of you. You did this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the apocalypse is your fault. How many, you brought second this apocalypse. How many the times second do, apocalypse. Like, how many times do I got to explain fail safe to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Murphy has a healthy dose of denial. So, um, should we discuss what's on next week sure. on Scene Nation? Mm-hmm. Uh, the title of the episode is Batch 47, and it says, What do a past character's return, a dangerous new enemy, and a giant plant zombie have in common? <laughs> also, plant zombies. <laughs> Hold on, a past character's return. Hmm. Who's that? Oh. That's, uh, I, my money's on um, a well-dressed Mexican. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I don't, is it, yeah, well, yeah. Or are we looking at somebody from last season? Skeezy and Skezzy? Sketchy and Skeezy. Sketchy and Skeezy. You never get that right. That would be awesome. No. That would be awesome. Well, but, I, I know they are supposed to be coming back, though. But if anyone is, is growing Z-weed, yeah, I, I'd say Sketchy and Skeezy. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my money's at. Yeah, I think <laughs> that sounds about right. And a dangerous new enemy and a giant plant zombie have in common. This sounds, uh, yeah. A plant zombie. That uh, sounds good. Oh, by the way, uh, before we finish out, I did play the, the Find Murphy game on SciFi.com. Uh-huh. Oh, how was it? It's interesting. It's kind of fun. It's, it's easy to do. It's like pointer. It's, you know, one of those, go left or go right. <laughs> you die a lot. <laughs> but I died like three times, but I just kept going and finally got to the end of it. And it does have like little, there was like little nods to episodes, and I think, that are coming up, which is kind of cool. I know it. It was fun. It was a good little time playing it. Again, I think the the, the highlight for me with the, the show is even though there's a lot of death and some serious moments and some moments that really rip your heart out. Yeah, like the, the death of Mac. But um, I always end the episodes like smiling, you know, like, yeah, that was good. And, and, and this uh, Batch 47, this is the thing I noticed is like the way sci-fi advertises E-Nation, they kind of concentrate on like a more cornball view of the episode. Then you watch the episode and it's not quite, doesn't match up the, like they take the funny moments and make it seem like it's going to be like this epic mm-hmm. comedy. And then you actually watch it and there's like people dying left and right and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of interested to see how this next episode goes. But I'm really hoping that we have the return of our, our two um, little drug dealers. It'll be nice. Okay. It'll be fun. Sketchy and skeezy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just don't let me Brad's messing it up for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just think of these things. I can remember sketchy and skeezy just lose, loses me. It has to be them. You're you're totally right. If it's not them, I'm going to be in shock because that just you're right. If anyone's going to be making Z-weed, it that's totally up there. Well, their alley. we do know I that they are them. supposed to be showing back up this season, so we'll see. Well, I kind of like it that we see people that you know survivors kind of cycling back around that we mm-hmm. we seen before. So maybe there's hope for 10K's little Brittany to show back up, but then Cassandra will probably eat her. So maybe not. Oh, <laughs> Depends how close Murphy is to her. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we got anything else? Um, yeah, if you're interested in reading uh, my zombie trilogy, As the World Dies, and there's three books, The First Days, Fighting to Survive, and Siege, you can find them in your local bookstores, or you can go to rihanna.freighter.com and check the, that trilogy out along with, um, I have 
other zombie books, other zombie uh, series, and vampires and monsters and just scary stuff. My latest book is Dead Spots. It's kind of like Silent Hill. So you can find most of those books online through my bookstore, or you can go to your local bookstore, and if they don't have it, you can ask them to order it. And there's my pitch for my books this week. (laughs) (laughs) Susan? Well, I'd like to say thank you to Courtney for filling in for me last week. Oh, yeah. She did a great job. We did um, miss you, by the way. Well, thanks. <laughs> and I, I had fun at Rose City Comic Con, and uh, I it got to interview a comic writer, Jen Van Meter, and it's on the, the Geek Girl Soup podcast. And so check it out. And I also met another um, Z Nation podcaster, um, Scott from Doctor of the Dead. So, and he was pretty cool. cool. He was there doing a, doing a panel and also uh, met with another podcaster, Will. He lives in Portland. He does uh, what we make down below and the Sensate podcast. And uh, we, we talked a little bit about Rose City Comic Con and that's on the, the latest episode of Geek Girl Soup. Awesome. So check out those, those two episodes. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you can find me uh, all over the place. Uh, I have another podcast, Sci-Fi Rewind, that I do with Courtney, who was with us last week. And I do some writing over at TeamTSD.com. I've got a couple articles about them there. They, they're about this other show that has these things that walk that used to be alive. Those are my last couple articles I did on there. But I do other things out there, too. So check it out. Find us on the Facebook group. We post all sorts of stuff over there as well. So there you go. And please comment about the show. Like, next episode, please tell us what you think of that one, too. Batch 47, come and join the live discussion on Twitter and on our Facebook page. And right. I'll be join do- us. I'll be doing the Facebook page probably next week again. So come over there and talk to me. Don't make me talk to myself the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's no fun when he talks to himself. He gets weird. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> People look at me weird and go, hmm, okay. <laughs> Especially when he's arguing with himself. No, no. Yeah. That's the person I work with that sits behind me. Uh-huh. That's why uh-huh. I went home early sure. on Friday because I was scared. She lost the argument. <laughs> oh, no. I said, oh, I need to leave early. <laughs> I'm out of here. The train has left the station. <laughs> okay. I, I, I've had so much fun talking with the Oh, I, I do want to say that I, I got some comments um, on Tumblr and Facebook and Twitter this week saying that people had started watching Z Nation because of our tweets and our podcast and our conversations about it on the on Facebook and stuff. So cool. to all you Z fans out there, Z Nation fans, you know, um, let's let's keep that love rolling because the more viewers, the, long, the more seasons we get of the show. Yes, most definitely. Yes. Good to know when people start watching the show. I love it when people tell me that. Like they're like, "Oh yeah, I started watching Z Nation because of you." I'm like, "Yes." And yeah. if anybody I out feel there good about that, <laughs> I, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, cool, awesome. Uh, if anybody out there has a old set of uh, bullhorns that they don't want, I really want to put them on the front of Lance's Challenger. So <laughs> just, just let me know. <laughs> I told him. I said, "You need these on the front of your Challenger." <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in Houston. I may find some somewhere. You know, they could just be lying around on the road, laying yeah, about on the, the side place. of the road. Yeah, some <laughs> some Longhorns. If it doesn't work, I'll put them on the front of my Manny. How's that work? <laughs> that would be awesome. But then it okay. might like tip forward or something. Oh no! 
My mini's fast. Uh, okay, so that covers that. Uh, I guess we'll be back next week. So, Susan? Well, until next week, everybody, we give you mercy. <laughs>